Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. The buck stops here. Or to be more precise, the buck stops at City Field in Flushing, Queens, in the person of one Mr. Buck Showalter, who this past week was named officially as manager of the New York Mets. And if you ask me, folks, Buck is exactly, I mean exactly what the doctor ordered. So like I said, listen up. Because you really, and I mean really, really, really going to want to get a load of this. And let me just say off the top, I've never been a huge, I haven't been anti-Buck. I'm just, you know, I'm not the biggest Buck Walter fan. But I do respect ability. And I will tell you this, Buck Walter, it, I, I won't say is as knowledgeable. Buck Walter probably today I don't know that there's anybody more knowledgeable than Buck Showalter in terms of baseball. I mean, you know, cliche, using the term solid as a rock. I mean, this guy is a baseball man through and through and through. And when I say exactly what the doctor ordered, I mean, you know what was ailing the Mets the past year? I think a lot of immaturity. I think guys being caught up in themselves, uh, guys not dealing with maybe with slumps, not slumps, egos. I mean, the Mets were in first place for something like 100 or 105 games under Luis Rojas, who was a nice guy. I like Luis. And I'm not going to say the Mets couldn't have been a playoff team under Luis Rojas. But Buck Showalter represents an adult. And I'm not making like Luis Rojas was a punk kid or anything like that. But here in New York, with the media's scrutiny and all the bright lights and the enticements and everything else, the Mets needed the adult in the room and Buck Showalter is that guy. I remember Buck Showalter when he first became managers, manager of the Yankees back in 1992. I remember him at his press conference. And you know what? That's one guy who, quite frankly to me, is not a whole lot different than 1992, except that he has 29 more years experience because that was his first major league job. You know, Buck has managed the Yankees, and of course he's managed... Listen, he followed that. He, he subsequently ended up uh, taking the um, Arizona Diamondbacks, an expansion team, to the playoffs in, what, its second year? He was manager of the Texas Rangers. He was manager of a penny-pinching organization with the Baltimore Orioles, and let alone with their penny-pinching, there was a five-year span. I think he managed them for eight years. There was a five-year span where he took them to the playoffs uh, three of those five years. So, you, you know, Buck's the right guy. He's just, he doesn't get caught up in the nonsense. He has a player's back. He has his coach's backs. 
I forget the coach's name, but there was a coach that George Steinbrenner, let him rest in peace, wanted Buck to be fired, wanted Buck, wanted the guy to go. Buck said no. George wanted it. Buck resigned. Buck Showalter, you know, the world has changed. L- look at the last three hires the Mets had as managers, all right? It was Luis Rojas, nice guy, good guy. They had hired, but the reason he got the job, you remember Carlos Beltran, who was going to be a first-time manager, great veteran ball player, but going to be a first-time manager. He was caught up in that cheating scandal with the, the Astros, so... He had to go. Before him, it was what? Uh, Mickey Calloway. That was a mess. He had to go. They were all first-time managers. And uh, again, I'm not knocking, I'm not denigrating a a first-time manager because guys have to start someplace, all right? Every manager had to be a manager at one point or another for a first time, like in any sport a head coach in football, hockey, basketball, whatever. You had to start someplace. But New York is a very tough place to start. For so many reasons. The media scrutiny is unlike any other place. Unlike any other place. And and I'll tell you right now, it doesn't mean that the media is the best in New York because I don't buy that. Don't buy that at all. And I've been part of it. A lot of times, I, I the media here, they want to be first, especially in today's media. Uh, it, it's not just New York, but people want to be first as opposed to being right. Pe- people want to look for controversy. They want to look for something to go wrong. Buck Showalter, his knees won't buckle. He won't get lightheaded. You won't see sweat on his brow when things aren't going well. He won't let the media beat him down. And more importantly, he won't let the media beat his players and his team down. That's extremely important. Remember last year, there was that stupid incident, uh, Jeff McNeil and, and Francisco Lindor of the Mets, there was some kind of incident where they claimed they were both chasing a rat or something. They saw a rat in the runway at a clubhouse. Uh, so I guess the truth of the story was they allegedly had a fight. Point is, that drama, that idiotic soap opera, that shit wouldn't happen under the watch of Buck Showalter. And if it did happen, nobody would know about it. But Buck Showalter wouldn't let turmoil fester in his dugout or in his clubhouse. You got a problem? A, you got a problem with B? Let's talk about it. Let's straighten it out right now. Because the buck stops here. No pun intended. You guys got a job to do? Do it. And believe me, he's going to treat the number one guy on the team the same way he's going to treat the number 25 guy on a team. And in this day and age, that's very hard to do because your number one guy could be a a multi-millionaire working on a billionaire. And the 25th guy could be making, you know, minimum. 
But Buck's one of those guys. Just play ball. Understand who you are, where you are. Don't make the game more complicated than it is. Don't make it more difficult than it is. Come to work every day. This is what I'm talking about. It sounds silly, but that's what you have to do today. You got to come to work every day and do your job. And you might be saying, well, Russ, that's a given. I think it's a given and you think it's a given, but you know what? It doesn't always happen. Egos, 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 stars, media, all of the above. And then it's the mental, it's being able to deal with a slump. You know, when you're slumping and everybody is on your ass and, 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 you know, you're reading every day and you're hearing on talk radio, well, you suck and you're bad and what are you doing? You're stepping in the bucket, you're doing this and that. Then you have a guy like Buck Showalter, who's your manager, who's going to talk to you. Who's going to back you? Who will talk to you about what's right and what's wrong and what you need to do and maybe what you don't need to do and maybe just let you be alone and get through it? That's the kind of guy Buck Showalter is. I, I, I'm so impressed because this is one that the Mets got right. And and as you know, because I've, I've done some of these podcasts the past few weeks, you heard me all pissed off. I mean, here they were, the Mets are signing... Um, what's his name? Uh, Max Scherzer for 140 million for three years, and you know they 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 signed a bunch of other guys. You know, Steve Cohn, the owner, has billions of dollars, and he he's spending. And then the next day after they sign Max Scherzer, there's a work stoppage in baseball, so we don't know when baseball is coming back. But that's not the story today. The story today is Buck Showalter. I'm not even sure the season's going to start on time. I'm not sure that spring training is going to start on time in February. But I do know this. When baseball does come back, whenever it does, Buck Showalter will be the guy to make sure the Mets are running like a well-oiled machine. And that's all you can ask for, really. That's all you can ask for. The Mets running like a well-oiled machine. To live up to live up to expectations, a lot of things have to go right. First of all, you got to maintain your health. Uh, you know. Listen. Mets lost Jacob DeGrom last year. Arguably the best pitcher in baseball. When they lost him, Believe me, they went to the outhouse, crap house, whatever you want to call it, real fast. So you need things to go your way, but you also need a guy to be in control. And you need a guy when the shit, pardon the expression, when the shit is hitting the fan, you need the manager to stay calm. That's when leadership really is paramount. You need the manager, you need the skipper to guide the ship. That's the kind of manager that Buck Showalter is. He he's not gonna rip somebody first of all, he he can if he's gotta take somebody to the woodshed, a player, and tell him what the hell you're doing wrong and to 
shape up and ship out. He'll do that, but you won't find out about it. I, Russ Salzberg, won't know anything about it because that's the way he deals with business. Man-to-man like a professional. I'm telling you, with the way egos and what are today, I can't imagine a better hire for the Mets. He'll let you know that you're a baseball player first. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't read into it. Oh, well, Russ is saying he's a baseball player and nothing else. He's not. A, no, no, no. Your husbands, your fathers, your sons, you're all this. And you got a lot of money and you're businessmen, but you're a baseball player. He'll remind you of that. You've you've heard me say this in the past about basketball players. The one thing that I always impressed uh, impressed about with like the Michael Jordans and the Magic Johnsons and and um, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, those names all made a fortune and continue some of them continue to make a fortune with promotions and marketing and endorsements. I I think Shaq, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Shaq ever had a cash and NBA paycheck from any of his teams because he always made a fortune from his endorsements. But Shaq and and Michael and all of them all knew the reason those endorsements were coming in, it all started with basketball. It all started because you were a basketball player. You didn't become a this. You didn't become a, a hawkster. You didn't become a, 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 a marketing whiz. It all started with your basketball first. Buck Showalter will always want the best for his players. But while they are a member of the New York Mets, they will be baseball players first. That will be your job, to come in every day, to pull up your socks, put on your uniform, make sure your cap is straight, go out and play, and be a professional. Sounds like, you know, an easy peasy. It doesn't always work that way. And of course you have the egos and this guy has that and that guy has that and why is he getting this and why am I not getting that? It happens. And it happens more than ever in New York. You know, New York is the market. It's Madison Avenue. It's the bright lights. It's the page sixes. It's all of the above. It's, it's the media telling you how great you are. Or it's the media beating you down. Or media getting into your private stuff. Bucks the right... As I said, the Mets needed an adult in the room. They got the right adult in Buck Showalter. I mean, it, it, it's it's weird. Here I am talking about Buck Showalter for me. I remember like, not, it's 29 years ago he became a manager of the Yankees. Oh my goodness. And and you know what though? Over the years, I've never seen, he, he you know, he was one of those guys who quite frankly was mature beyond his years when it came to baseball. His private life, 
I don't know about it. Nor do I care. I know he's a family guy, but 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 my point is, to me, he hasn't changed, and success hasn't changed him. Listen, Yankees were a playoff team. Diamondbacks in two years were a playoff team. He played for a cheap organization at the managed a cheap organization for the Orioles for like eight years. Within a five-year span, during those eight years, I think he had him in the playoffs three times. The guy knows what he's doing. He knew how to handle when he had um, A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez in Texas. I mean, the guy's a straight as an arrow guy. He knows how to handle egos. He knows how to treat men like men. And if you want to be a punk... He's going to explain to you, you need to act like a man. Again, as I said before, I will say it again. He was the exact right adult in the room at the right time. If you ask me, the Mets hit themselves a grand slam home run in the hiring of Buck Showalter. Now, I'm not guaranteeing it going to the World Series because to guarantee going to, everything's got to fall into place. As they say in, in Yiddish, you got to have a little mazel, a bissel mazel. You got to have good luck. And what I mean by that, you know, you don't have crippling injuries, stuff like that. But if you're asking me here today, I'm telling you, Buck Showalter, whenever this dopey baseball season starts, Buck Showalter will have the Mets in the postseason. That I would take to the bank. And if I'm wrong, you'll be able to come tell me I'm wrong. I just think, as I said, the Mets did real, real good by themselves hiring the best guy available for the job. I'll even go so far as to say this. You know, the hirings of the Max Scherzers and all that, spending billions of dollars, it's great. But if you don't have the right guy in charge of it all, it can go south real fast. The hiring, the signing of Buck Showalter to be the manager of the Mets, I will say this, was the most important signing for the Mets during this offseason. That includes all the billions of dollars that owner Steve Cohen just spent. The hiring of Buck Showalter was the most important signing for the Mets this season. As I just said, for the Mets, it was a grand slam home run. So you Met fans... I think you really have something to be looking forward to. And that, my friends, is now a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be getting a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. As always, you can do it on Twitter. You can do it on Facebook. Also, you can always check out my website at russsalsberg.com. Got to thank my uh, home here at believe.com because I've said it to you many times, folks. Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, because you, the people, without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great week. And remember, the buck stops here, as in Buck Show. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.